Hello fellow humans, welcome to the Art of Human. I am your host Sapien, and today I present to you Human to Human. During Human to Human, I, Sapien, converse with another human being. Whomever the guest is, if they have a particular art or craft, we may talk about that for a little bit. But it's an open format, and we can really go, go about talking about anything. So I really hope you guys enjoy, I really hope that you gain perspective, and let's get straight to the juicy stuff. Who was on this first episode? His name is Marlon Rodriguez, he is my one and only biological brother, and he is a music artist who goes by the name Marmar. He is a very eclectic person when it comes to his music, so he doesn't like to identify under just a specific genre. He's still finding out his groove and his flow, but in general, the music that he's put out, um, he's usually raps, and it's over stuff like boom bap, jazzy, lo-fi, kind of indie music, and so it's got a lot of different, um, different angles when it comes to his music, but uh, it's usually very upbeat, and his message behind his music is peace, love, and positivity, guys. So he's just, I love him because he's got so much compassion for people and my brother has such a big, big heart and he really, really wishes the best for mankind. And that's why I thought he would be a great guest to have on the show for the very first human to human. That is it guys. I hope you enjoy the show. Your mic comfortable? Very comfortable. Does it sound comfortable? Sounds good. Sounds crystal clear. <laughs> All right, Brisky. Well, um, brother, welcome to the show. It's such a pleasure to have you on here. Uh, it's the first human to human episode, and uh, honestly, we're just here to shoot the shit. And uh, I want to learn. I want you to kind of share with the listeners a little bit about your music because um, you've been. I think you you started getting really into music, into like um, rapping and that kind of thing. If I remember, all the way back to middle school. I remember you had a, didn't you actually like have a group in middle school? Like it was like something green, right? For yeah, it was, uh, it was called Greenhouse Effect, okay. you know, but we didn't smoke or, or anything like that. It was just, I don't know, we just, that was the name of it. And uh, I really liked it with my friend, with my friend Dylan and Eugene. And I think that was it. And we, honestly, we, we never actually rapped. All we did was like someone would come up with a song idea, something about love or something, right? Mm-hmm. Write a verse then pass it on pass the paper on to the next person like hey write a verse on this and then we like write a hook or something and then but we never actually never actually rapped or sang or did anything like we just wrote this shit down but um yeah i mean i was just really into eminem at that point you know all our all our our cousins and everybody you know they listened to eminem and he was just blowing up at that time no, this was early two thousands. Yeah. And um yeah, obviously Snoop Dogg too, you know, I listened to his cassette a lot and I just really liked how, you know, Snoop Dogg would come on and he just feel good, you know. He just mm-hmm. really radiated, he transferred that through the microphone, like especially at like in a party setting or any kind of setting. I don't know, I just really I liked the way how fluid he was and yeah. So that's just okay. how it started, I guess. Right there in middle school they asked me. But uh, I went from a transitional point. Uh, instead of um, rapping, like, eighth grade, mm-hmm. you know, with Alexis. Shout out to Alexis Tijuana. Nah, so you were, you were rapping with Alexis? No, no, no. I'm saying uh, eighth grade, with, you know, I said it was a transitional point. Oh, okay. 
uh lexi's you remember he was glow stringing oh that's right yeah like raving was really big in uh mexico and he was glow stringing and i was like that's that was super sick to me but he was doing it instead of doing this dance called tectonic where it's like you move with your it's like a dance with your arms and stuff like that to like edm and i got really into that just doing tectonic and next thing you know i started um found a video like tectonic versus shuffling so and then i was learning how to I was like, shuffling was just, you know, tectonic was cool and all, but shuffling was just, I was just, I was so cool. I was, people were just gliding through the floor and doing these spins. I was like, well, I got to learn how to do that, you know, mm-hmm. especially, you know, middle school, you know, early high school era, you know, we went to a lot of dances. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that was cool. And so I started doing that. And I just got really into the raving EDM, specifically hard style and hard trance, you know, not really like conventional edm i suppose that people listen to was it conventional because i remember there was always obviously there's like all i mean it was big shuffling. don't get me wrong hard style is big but i'm saying but here in california there's the there's like the cali shuffle there was i just remember there was like a bunch of different types of shuffling yeah and yeah. a lot of people did the one step because i know we you know because yeah. i it was listening. like a weird one step because online you know there's a malaysian shuffle people did the one step like right not saying right but you know, a lot of people, people called it over here the L.A. shuffle or something like that because, like, they would just hop. Like, it looked like they weren't even really, it looked like they were just hopping up and down. And remember, they're just, like, people used to call them, like, chickens or something like that because they tucked their arms <laughs> their behind, their, yeah, behind their neck. I'm not dissing or anything, but I don't know. I just didn't, what shuffling was about or, you know, that, that, I guess it can be, it's all about expression, really. But yeah. um, I don't know. I just remember that's how it was. People used to call it like that. Mm-hmm. but yeah i mean there's different types of shuffling and different types of so yeah. it's kind of like so you started off in middle school you kind of made up this group with a group of friends um and you guys weren't actually even rapping but you were at least that's kind of the beginning of this whole artistic adventure at producing uh, music yeah i mean i always loved music and you know especially at a young age i i was in the gay programs kind of like gifted and talented education and i just mostly a lot of it was because i just love writing like i love reading and writing and i remember i would always win like those it was like comment of the month or something like that mm-hmm. and it was just cool because i just really loved writing like poetry um nothing like too crazy mm-hmm. but you know but i mean i loved it you know i knew i was good at it but and then when i got to middle school that's when i was able to express it more you know because rap is just rhythm and poetry mm-hmm. you know and i love the poetry aspect and i love that i can express myself you know, like you can be true to yourself. That's the whole point about hip hop. You're able to write lyrics down that mean something to you. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then that's just part of it. Like obviously, you're gonna like you said, it's poetry, so you're putting down the actual words and all that. But then there's a the part where you kind of get to get your flow. Yeah. And then when you actually actually vocalize it, it's like not only is the words itself an expression of you, but then your fluidity and the way the the beats that that go behind the music i think it's all like a collective thing oh really yeah definitely that's why like i said rhythm and poetry is you know especially on the rhythm has to do with the beat the instrumental you staying on pocket in pocket i mean they're on pocket you know whatever what does that mean oh uh, yeah so like imagine on the beat there's like a kick and snare and there's like this sweet spot where you want to put your syllables at or you can you know stop you know just think you can stop right before like a beat drops or something mm. and or stop right before it makes a certain noise you know 
the pocket is a lot of different things but just being on pocket you just know when someone is because you sound good like mm-hmm. you know like the the kick and snare you pretty much fit right in there with your words and when you find that good pocket you know that person's in pocket like so it's kind of like if someone's not <laughs> if if someone's not in pocket so that means you probably not gonna, it's no. probably not gonna be fluid like the the beat in the background is not gonna sound like in in a unison with exactly vocals? okay yeah yeah i mean it'll sound a little more rough around the edges i mean don't get me wrong you're not to be in pocket some rappers rap out of pocket like kind of like a little loose you know really depends but well kind of some styles offer different things but i mean for the most part gonna be in pocket so you know you want to sound good yeah. Okay. is there any that's what makes it like sound that's how what rap really is where you can sound you can fit so many words into a certain rhyme scheme or you know beat and you make it make sense kind of like when you're singing you know mm-hmm. that make yeah so what is there any like because you said some artists do there's different definitions for how people perceive pocket but yeah okay but because you said there's certain artists that do kind of go out of pocket. Is there any like really, really kind of big artists that kind of purposely do that, or are you just, or is it just like? Uh, I mean, honestly, off the top of my head, I can't really think of. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know people like they rap like they the way they write it. They write the next part. It really depends on what kind of like they write the next part to fall off on the next measure or the next beat to kind of give it a certain effect. Mm-hmm. But I mean, staying on pocket is pretty much saying like you're. In rhythm with the beat, yeah. In rhythm, okay. yeah, yeah. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, the simple way. Yeah, I guess I was even. Yeah, I don't think anybody really wants to be out of pocket, but I've heard people just. I mean, it's it's all self-expression. Yeah, because even if someone's out of the out of the rhythm with the beat, like if they're just being very honest, like it can kind of. Yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. If someone's just really good, then it could still potentially sound good. Yeah, but you want to pay. You want to be in pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So we were talking about pockets. Shout out to Yonatan. We went to Pockets in um, Tijuana. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Alexis too. Shout out to Alexis. Um, so like, obviously now we've kind of, for the listeners and, you know, we kind of know now that Marmar, which is now, that's your name, your your artist name now. No, nah, it's my birth certificate. What are you talking about? Oh, fuck. Nah. <laughs> no, but so you started off in middle school. You started off with this group. Then you kind of worked up. You kind of started expressing yourself through uh, dancing and stuff like that. And, you know, me obviously being your brother, I know that you've always been a character that that just you've always had a part of your brain that works different than mine. Like you had like my brain works on one side, your brain works on the other side because you always have had that creative aspect. And I've told people this, like Man, my brother, <laughs> my brother, really about that too. my brother has a very talented aspect in the sense of like he can. Like, he can think out of the box, and he could perceive things from different angles. And I know this might seem unrelated, but I think there is a relation to this. Because I know when we were younger and we would play video games, you were always one to, like, play the single-player mode. And you were able to go through the story, and somehow, like, I would be playing it, and I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. Like, I'd be like, well, you know, where the fuck do I go to, like, get to the end of the level? But somehow, you'd be able to mitigate through that. And um, so I feel like you, you kind of have this this certain part of your brain that functions in a unique way, which I've always liked. But not Thank to go you, too... No, I really appreciate <laughs> you saying that. No, I, re- I feel the same way about you. I mean, you're really artistic as well. I mean, in high school, you know, Sapien over here, uh, he used to be in art class and he said, do some amazing paintings. And I just love the way my brother just... My brother's brain is abstract. You know, my brother has a really different type of mind. I mean, my brother said that about me too, you know, but I mean, his is really different. And you could tell with the way, he's, with his podcast too, and the way he, 
even captioned some of his stuff on there. It's like, damn, bro, it's unique. But yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. I guess you're saying out of the box. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people say I'm an out of box, out of the box thinker, you know, like mm-hmm. my manager said that, my manager, Mari, said, you know, you're always thinking out of the box. Yeah. I mean, it might have to do, I mean, I'm not saying anything, but I know like higher IQs tend to like be able to like think out of the box and really analyze a situation or a problem and find a solution or be able to get to that point quicker. Like it's a level of understanding. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I was random, but I just, I saw that. Yeah. Online. So bringing us back. So now, you know, you've been through a lot of shit. You've been since middle school, but what's going on right now in this like current time? I know you just put out some music online, right. but, but what's, nah, what's kind of your genre? If you want to give listeners an idea <laughs> of like, who the fuck are you today? Like, what are you, what are you putting out there? What am, yeah. I pu- what am I putting out there? Um, I mean, people hear me perform now. I do a lot of, I would say, like, older, like, old school hip-hop, like, 90s kind of hip-hop rap, you know? But right now, I feel like I'm, I just have this fusion, you know, that I'm, that I'm concocting, you know, I'm creating. <laughs> it's, um, I don't know, I just really, I really enjoy indie music, you know, singing been really getting into 80s music recently i mean i like certain 80s bands before but now it's like you know i'm starting to get more into it and i just love the sound um yeah just a feel-good sound you know and but what else and it has like some electronica mixed into it 80s music so i like that but by fusion too i mean like that and lo-fi hip-hop i really i love lo-fi hip-hop and um i love that i can you know, when my, with the way, with the way that I write, that I can actually um, express myself on like on a lo-fi hip hop beat. I feel like if I want to really, really express myself, I'll, I go on a, like a lo-fi beat. But that in, in combined with indie music now, like you can create this whole new fusion of lo-fi rap indie. Like you, you can sing, you can rap, and it, you know I don't even have to be really rapping traditionally now. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. now it's more widely accepted because of that said fusion that I'm talking about. And I'm not saying I created it, but you can see with a lot of artists how they're combining this indie '80s aspect with like rap, like rap music or hip hop. You know, mm-hmm. so I like that. I guess right now where I'm going, I'm just it's not gonna sound like anything like I came up with. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's gonna sound, it's gonna have some similar stuff, but. I just feel like I have a um, better understanding of, like, myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. So would you say so your your genre? I guess you could say like, a, you don't have to identify no, I yourself. I don't, under, even, I don't even want to say genre because I mean that's kind of the vibe you're fucking with right now, though. Like indie, lo-fi, that kind of thing. Just free hip-hop. expression, hip hop. Yeah, and I'm mean, I like singing now too. I've got more into that. Like just like what else? I mean. You're just living that eclectic lifestyle, right? Yeah. You're not falling under one doctrine. You're just kind of yeah, I'm not. With it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Like, where am I at with music? I'm, I'm not really going with the genre. I'm just expressing myself. You know, yeah. like, I have people sending me beats, and it's like, like Latin beats, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sing on some, you know, singing on some Spanish music, you know, in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, you know, some people give me some trap beats. You know, um, I'm going to be making my own beats or making my own beats. You know, it's going to be a fusion of a lot of things. I don't want it to just be primarily a certain genre. It's whatever I feel 
like express truly what I feel. Mm-hmm. In that moment, that's why I really like free uh, freestyling and rap because it's like some like stuff really comes out sometimes, like deep stuff, you know, or like shit you never thought of, like you were actually thinking of. Like this one time I was freestyling, and we were just freestyling in the garage, just like me and my friends. I think it was like Juan and Anthony or something like that, and we were just freestyling i remember i was just saying something really deep about like something i just i felt like i never actually said out loud or even thought i'd say or even write i never written that stuff down you know and like manifested from my consciousness or something it just came out and then i was like damn i really feel like that and i started like tearing up you know i just that's what i like with um what was i saying freestyling um I was talking about freestyling and then yeah, I mean I think it all comes down to just honest expression, like not oh yeah, yeah, I get yeah, like you're so... not you're not confining yourself under one sort of genre, so you're oh, just kind yeah. of doing whatever feels right. So, for instance, like you, I mean, I know when you started college, you started listening to lo-fi, and then like maybe even later in the years, that's when kind of indie got more introduced to you because I know that's when you started sending me that kind of music. Uh, I mean, I mean before, I mean like I used to listen to like Arctic Monkeys, oh, yeah, Caged yeah. Elephant. Just indie music in general, I mean, was pretty cool, you know? Yeah. I just like that singing the guitar aspects a lot of it, too. So, I mean, I'm going to be messing, messing. Uh, I'm going to be playing, not playing guitar, but, you know, I want some guitar aspects and future music. I mean, I want all aspects. I want to make every anything, everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I can't, I don't know, you know, people specialize in a certain thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm multifaceted. Okay. What would you say, although, like, we, we're not going to categorize you under a genre or anything, but what's kind of the message behind your music? I feel like most artists, they at least have, like, some type of message that they're spreading. Like, what is it for you? A message that I'm spreading, self-love, um, peace within yourself. I mean, peace around the world, you know? I mean, I say some negative stuff. I might, you know, I'm not, all the, I'm not perfect, you know? No. But, yeah, I mean, the... I want people to have a good time and just, I want to open up people's ideas to what perspective, like different perspectives, you know, mm-hmm. people are so, they don't, they're not aware of like how people are really living their life or people don't put themselves in other people's shoes. And I want to like open up that barrier too. like, you know, I want to, mm-hmm. like certain songs in the future, I want it to be like really like, oh, wow. Like I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm like, I feel like people are really close minded. Not, not everybody. I mean, surrounded with, I'm surrounded around, about, ah, I'm surrounded about, ah, my God. <laughs> I'm surrounded by people who are not, you know, close minded. But I just see it a lot and like at my work or, you know, around, just around the world, you know. Just day to day. Day to day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just see a lot of ignorance. And I feel like maybe it was because mu- it was music, I want to bring people together, mm-hmm. you know. Like, you know, we went to that Gus Dapperton show. We were in the crowd and stuff like that. I just felt like we were just all one in the crowd, just really living in the moment. You know, the crowd was one. We weren't just a bunch of people. Like, it was like a sea. It was a huge ocean, you know? Mm-hmm. And I want it to be something like that. I want people to just kind of forget where they're at when when I'm performing somewhere, you know? Forget that they're even living. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you're pretty much just existing in the present. Exactly. But I'm, well, I'm saying, like, so into it where it's like... Like, you just feel, like, this certain connection with the universe. Because you're connected to everyone at the same time mm-hmm. in a certain way where you can't really be... That's that's what I love about going to concerts, you know? Like, 
everybody there some artists they just make everybody feel a certain way and just it hits everyone a certain note Mm -hmm. you know strikes a certain chord in people's like mind and hearts and you can you can see it you know like Mm -hmm. when you're at a like a huge concert and i I don't know yeah i really want that yeah like yeah and i want yeah i want to connect people really you know Mm -hmm. i want everyone to be cool with each other yeah and and that's unrealistic honestly I'm not no. saying everyone needs to be cool, but at least understand each other. Yeah. And, like, respect each other. Why not? <laughs> I want people to respect each other with my music. I mean, I want to do a lot with my music. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your music could be influential in so many different ways. Yeah, that's a good way. I want to be influential, like, but yeah. in a positive, help people grow, you know? Mm-hmm. I keep saying you know. <laughs> I just realized that. I think that. Uh, one of the big things that you that you said was kind of shedding perspective onto people because... You know, like you said, there's people out there that are closed-minded or that are ignorant to certain things. Yeah. And that, you know, but that's totally fine because we're all fucking ignorant. And we're yeah, gonna exactly. Be, yeah. You know, we're going to be ignorant to the day we die because this universe is just so so vast. Um, but if you can, if through your music, you can kind of preach this positive message of, you know, being together, self-love and all that kind of thing, it can be a ripple effect. And I think that's that's one of the beautiful things about music is that, it brings people together yeah. and if you are sending out a positive message then mm-hmm. then you know if if you you know because i've obviously i've heard your music and it's a very up vibe type of thing and it just kind of puts you in that good mindset mm. and so i could let's say for instance i could be listening to your music before i walk into work and i just feel fucking great and you know you said all these little positive things throughout your music and then i go about my day and I just feel fucking great. Yeah. So I definitely think that that you making music like that could definitely be influential. And yeah, it's really important to have people like that in the world. Thanks. You know. Yeah, it is important. It's important. It's imp- there's I keep fucking up. It's important to have people like you who are just you know bringing people together and just having a fucking conversation. Yeah, it's important because some people, you know, having a conversation with another person. And let's say in the setting like we're doing right now, like it allows us to just kind of throw ideas back and forth. And it all goes down to like what you said was perspective. If anybody listens to this, hopefully they're getting perspective by listening to this. And at the same time, they're just fucking having fun. Cause yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Some song, I want to make music too, just having fun. Yeah, like who gives it a fuck? It can be get ignorant too. It's good to get ignorant. Yeah. So, you know, just fuck who fuck it. Yeah. You know? F it. F it. Are we allowed to cuss? Yeah, we can. That's kind of been cussing this whole. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> so now that you've been a music artist for a little bit, what do you what do you feel is like? What makes a music artist good? Like, obviously, you have music, music artists. Artist like, good. Like, what makes them successful? Like, what is it that makes them like a lot of people like? What's the them? seven herbs and spices? No, I was kidding. <laughs> what makes someone good? Expressing yourself organically. No, I really. I mean, I'm like, don't get me wrong. People blow up in the industry, and it's. Because either they have the money, you know, people can pay for the fucking social media campaign marketing or like, you know, they can pay for the perfect pictures and pay for followers even. And, you know, it's just really about like what makes an artist good is like you can you can tell like when someone's real, like real, recognize real. Mm -hmm. I think that's what makes someone good. You know, you can tell like someone's being real. Like, and it's probably like you said, I mean, someone could potentially blow up. Because they have the money and they have the connections and this and that. But at the end of the day, what makes someone like successful in the long term, what gives somebody that, that longevity in their career is probably just being real. And there's probably no way around that, right? Yeah, and putting the work in, like really. 
putting the work just in. Just being consistent. Yeah, I would say that, but like people can say they're rappers or singers or whatever, but it's like you gotta actually do it. Yeah, you gotta be true to yourself. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's what makes someone good is what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. they're actually going out and do it. Because mm-hmm. people can be all online presence, all this fake, you know, fake stuff. But you, you know, when you meet someone in real life, like you said, being real, you can tell like if they're oh shit this person's really good you know i guess a good example of that it's like some rappers nowadays they just they play their instrumentals have performances with their lyrics just blasting like it's like that whole it's like the actual song on spotify mm-hmm. and it's like you know I've, at that point it's like i feel like it doesn't make i'm not bagging on people who do that but it's like and in a sense i kind of am because it's like if you're real you got to be actually be able to perform it and like do it mm-hmm. yeah that's what i mean by be good like because some people can just record a good song and actually go out and perform it in front of people like you can see that i think that's what i'm trying to say yeah okay like you gotta like you can tell someone who got injected by steroids and someone who actually lifted you know yeah yeah okay i can understand so i kind of wanted to deviate a little bit from kind of talking about specifically like music and stuff and kind of get into some general stuff. You know, this is the art of human. What do you feel right now is like, like what the fuck is going on right now in society? Like obviously, you know, you only have your perspective. We've both grown up here in Southern California. But just from your day to day, the shit you see on social media, just like in, just like naturally, what comes to your mind when you think of like the human race? The human race. I mean, it's vast. Just like this universe. I mean, it's crazy. You meet someone every, someone new every day. Every mm-hmm. day you can meet someone new. Like every single day of your life, you can meet one new person. Mm-hmm. And it's very special to actually know somebody in this universe, in this earth, on this earth, humans. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is the connection we make with people. It's that's valuable, and it's just we're all connected. That's what people need to really understand that we're all connected in this whole grand scheme of things. So just be, yeah, I get that because, I mean, I've seen like videos on Netflix and shit about, you know, we all breathe in the same oxygen we all release CO2. So then you can get on all the scientific stuff, but in reality, we are all united and everything that we do is going to have a ripple effect and influence somebody else. And it's, it's just going to continue down the chain. Exactly. So yeah. Think, we're all just one big organism. Yeah. Just one big, you know, I think that's, that's crazy. When, I think that's when the idea of humility comes in. Because when people get arrogant, it's like that's when they let their ego get to them and they get so filled in with themselves that they forget that we're all just one. So I think that's when humility is... Exactly, we're all one. That's it. I say that. I actually say that in one song and Pushing Daisies, the one dedicated dedicated to Abuelita. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I say that. um, Yeah, we're all one. We're all one. One big universe. Kind of like the the body, you know? Yeah, blood cells... You know, you have your freaking skin, eyebrows, hair follicles, pores, blackhead, mustache, lips, saliva, stomach acid. Or we have like the nucleus and mitochondria, you know, like all that stuff. Like what if we're, what if the universe is just one big, I wouldn't say human, but one big other organism. Mm Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. No, we're just Because if you kind of look at it, like, the way the protons and neutrons, electrons work, and different cells and atoms, like, they rotate, they rotate kind of like the planets do around suns and how the galaxies work. It's kind of, I mean, not saying it's exactly the same. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, if you look at it down at a microscopic level, mm-hmm. it operates similar to how, like I said, like how we, like the sun rotates moons and the earth is kind of like similar to how like protons and electrons and other type of things. Yeah, so it's almost like the most tiniest speck of what we can perceive is almost a mirror image of the bigger picture. Yeah. What if so we're just like, one big mitochondria? <laughs> that's, that's possible. So yeah. it's like the macro and the micro. And I, li- I like to take that standpoint of it, of thinking of things in the macro and micro setting, because it's true. I think that any principle that's applicable in the micro setting is also applicable in the macro setting. And that's, that's kind of something I talked about when I talked about flow state, um, you know, flow state can be something that you, you do, as one individual task, right? Mm-hmm. I can be, you know, we're here just talking right now. We're recording a podcast episode right now. This is the micro right now. We're getting, you know, we're getting into our flow state, just conversing with one another. But then the macro level is just like, you know, stayed in that flow state throughout your whole fucking day, whether it's, you know, you wake up, you get into your, that's why a lot of people have morning rituals and stuff because it just get they get them into that rhythm. Mm. And so I don't want to go too far into that, but that's kind of the idea that I'm trying to, to give listeners is that like everything's got the macro and micro and if if you figure out a concept that works for you in the micro level apply that shit to your whole fucking life you know and so for instance like you're making all this music about you know positivity and self-expression and all this kind of thing but you're doing that shit as you live you're not obviously that's you're producing this content that's your art but then as a person i know that's the person you are too like on the day to bit day you're trying to preach the love and self-love and all that kind of thing. So it's like everything's macro, micro. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't cool. say really preaching it. Just Not preaching it, but it. that's... <laughs> like you're an image of what you're expressing because it's all sure. coming from inside, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, I just feel like not not just too many people fucking suffering right now. That, that shouldn't be, you know? In what like, way? I mean, some people don't even have houses, you know, like to live in. Okay. Some people don't have clean water. Some people have to fucking sip water out of a river or something, you know? Not a river, but... You know what I'm saying? Like, there's people who don't have basic needs at them, like, right now. Mm. I feel like for people to be self-actualized and self-realized, like, they need to have at least those basic needs. Yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like the human potential, like, I was talking about oneness, if we... The planet Earth, I feel like we should start... First off, real quick, I feel like we should all hang... The planet, the Earth flag. There is an Earth flag. Everybody, look it up. We should all start hanging that because if we all came together, like imagine all these different countries and places that instead of fucking like fighting over resources, we use all of our resources combined to help other people. I mean, you know, we can probably overpopulate the planet if we do that, but who knows? I'm just saying, like, if we're able to give people like who are suffering basic needs at least a way to like become self-actualized and truly come to the full potential of the human being because some people can't even do that i was just saw this picture of like of it's like a bunch of kids i don't know if it's africa but kenya or something there's just a bunch of like like african looking kids like they're all sitting on some computer but they're looking up like super basic stuff like i want to say basic but you know like we're over here getting distracted by memes and crazy 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 politics and they're looking at like a car wheel or something like just a wheel of a car mm-hmm something like that it was something so so basic not basic but i'm saying to them it's like oh you know they're just discovering stuff like that because they're just getting the basic needs of i guess internet now is a basic need i would say almost but i'm saying they just got to the point where they can actually 
Google something and it's just a car. Is this a wheel? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just yeah, that's like yeah. How do you do? You feel like there's a any sort of practical way in which we could do this? Like, I, cause I know you're saying that there's certain parts of the world that don't have these kind of bare necessities. I mean, it's re- unrealistic. I mean, I'm not saying it's unrealistic, but it, it's possible. But I'm saying is sometimes like the yin and yang. You know, it's I don't know if it's really possible to for everybody to have a to have a house and you know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It might be possible. We can make it. Would just require a lot of collaboration, which right now as humans we don't have, and not even collaborate. Yes, it's really hard for people to come together. I feel like I mean, I mean it's not hard, but to come together as a whole planet. I mean, shit. People can barely get along sometimes. Imagine like the whole planet getting along. Some people, some people can't even get along with their, you know, with their brother. I mean, me and you are really cool with each other, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, how is some? How is somebody gonna get along with the whole? How's the whole planet going to get along if people can't even get along with their family? So I don't even know if I'll be alive to see it. Yeah. But I'm saying, I'm saying in a sense where for that to happen, I don't think it might even happen for everyone to be completely, for everyone to have like basic needs, you know? Yeah. But like you said, it is definitely something that's technically possible. Like it is. We, we have, we have we so have, many ways to resource. We have the resources. We have the technology. I think so many, I what think, I'm trying to say really is so many minds are wasted. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, I just feel like a lot of minds are wasted. No, yeah. yeah. And if people were to just, like I said earlier, I mean, I think ego is like a big thing. People have this ego. And I think, you know, as much as we have an e- ego as individuals, I think, Almost as a society or as a country, we develop an ego of like, oh, you know, a lot of people say we're the biggest, strongest country in the world. If we were to just kind of drop all that bullshit and everyone just recognizes that, like you said, we are all human beings and then we all happen to just be on different continents. And if we all just had one objective goal, then we can be like, hey, you know what? You over there, that country over there needs some resources. Let's spread it over there. Yeah, yeah. Let's send some men to go over there. They can start cultivating stuff. They can start farming. They can do this and that. They can give technology. But then it's kind of funny because we're talking about how we want to give he- all humans this this ability to have the bare necessities. But then it's funny because us being humans is, that's, is actually what's denying that as well, right? Because what's coming to my head right now is like North Korea. Hmm. You can't even send some, like somebody out there to try to help the North Koreans because, you know, they're their own country. And us going over there, it'd be a complete war and people would have to die. So it's almost like even to get to the point of like everyone having bare necessities, there'd have to be some friction because there's people who have certain mindsets and they're not going to change from people who have the kind of mindset that we do. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost like you just have to do it in an indirect fashion. And I think, for instance, like you doing music is a very indirect fashion of spreading the peace, love and positivity because you're not you're not going over to somebody and handing them money or handing them food, but you're spreading the positive message and that itself could bring could help someone self-actualize, like you were mentioning, and then that can move them in the right direction. It can move us all collectively in a better direction. Yeah, so because the thing, of, like, think about it, if aliens were to come down, let's just say hypothetically, we would just be humans to them. There wouldn't be, oh, those are Americans, mm-hmm. those are Russians, those are, you know. I mean, who knows? They might be that intelligent to understand that we have borders and stuff. But what I'm trying to say is they might... They're just going to perceive us as one thing. Yeah, like, you know... Like people, like like I mean, like cows, you know. People just look at it like cows, you know. I mean, some people know there's different types of cows, but you know, what I'm saying we're gonna look at it. People generally look at cows as just cows, mm-hmm. or as, I mean, you can always get down to more specifics, but they're just gonna look at us like if they wanted to eat us like cows, 
I'm saying some crazy shit right now, but like if aliens came down and they just saw us as cows, they wanted to, you know, we were just another form of food. Then we'd have to work together to fight against that. Mm-hmm. You know, we would no longer be human versus human to be us. Cause right now we're the top species on the planet. And that's, that's why I feel like we're so in this, this frantic, frantic thing, you know, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I mean, it's good. It's good. But like I said, if an alien came down and they just, we'd just be humans, you know, we got to come together and like, I'm not, I'm maybe just me being paranoid if aliens came down and they wanted like, you know, let's say declare war or something. They're probably not, but I'm just saying like, we should just come together. Like we should just be one planet. So like, if the, you know what I'm saying? Like if aliens came down, they would just address the United States and then the United States speaks for the whole world or something, or, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like we need to come together where it's like, we're just planet earth. Yeah. We're just planet earth. You can go anywhere on planet earth. I mean, we can still keep the names, you know, for name purposes but i know borders are just ridiculous there's so many borders i mean i understand prim you know primitive sense why we needed borders but at this i mean we you know at this point like it's just i feel like like i said it's gonna take a lot of a lot to get to that point yeah and maybe maybe to become one planet like maybe. i'm thinking of like some utopia well maybe what it is is that it's just gonna take until that day comes that you said maybe an alien species is gonna come down and then that's what's gonna that's what's gonna motivate us to actually become one race because yeah it's it's we're gonna have something else right now it's just us like you said we're the alpha we're the top creature in this planet and so that's why we have the liberty and perhaps the reason why yeah. we feel like we have the <clears throat> you know we're, we're just like oh we're gonna you know, we're gonna divide each other and we don't have to like share our resources in this because it's like because there's nothing yeah, we can better do than so us. much more like there's I feel nothing like, yeah there's nothing that's kind of holding us accountable to like stay together but if if something else were to come from space and come down here and start to threaten us, yeah. I think that's going to naturally encourage us to want to fucking be together because it's yeah, at was that just point a, yeah, survival exactly. of the fittest. That was just an absurd example to kind of like, kind of give you perspective. It doesn't matter to... how absurd it is because yeah, it's technically yeah. possible, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I know gonna, it seems very... I was going to say something about that. It seems really absurd, but I mean, technically anything's fucking possible. I have that idea that anything's possible. So it's possible. Maybe you have to give. You still have to pay attention to natural law and order and science. You know, I mean, certain things you can't just do. I mean, that's that's one thing you gotta accept. You know what? Like I can't just fly. It's not like Neo in the Matrix. (laughs) Unless we were to go into the Matrix. But you know what I'm saying? We gotta still. We gotta be realistic too. You know, I mean, you can do anything, but there's some some people just don't like I said don't have the basic needs to get to to be a certain thing. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's unfortunate but i think the one thing that we have to i think one thing is that like we are just one individual right which actually but we're uh, very every person that's another thing like every person is their own own individual person yeah that's why and so like but i know sometimes people let's say right now like we're talking about you said oh, utopia. That's what I was gonna say sorry yeah i was sorry but real quick real quick yeah, yeah. you mentioned like utopia like wanting to have everybody on the planet having the bare necessities and like uh, we have that hopeful mindset but we're not obsessing into it to the point where we're fucking worried and where that's damaging us but there's certain people in this world that i feel like they're so activists for that they're so activists for like human peace throughout the world that then it actually affects their own happiness yeah and so i think exactly you have to be you have to have the good intentions and you have to be the human being that you wish for everybody else to be you have to be a good person like that yeah but at the end of the day you also can't give a fuck like because if you do give too many fucks you're not going to be happy yourself 
and then you're not going to be sending out that positive vibe right mm-hmm. so it's like it's it's an awkward thing because our consciousness gives us the ability to have so much emotion and like ability to care and be able to conceptualize this big fucking thing but at the end of the day we're just one human being inside this body and so yeah there is some degree of limitation i guess yeah i guess what i really mean by everything is humans work better collectively oh, yeah. no one's done anything alone no no one even if you think you have whatever tool you're using, that I'm was saying. probably invented by somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's why we need to come together. Like we'll be, so, I want to say we'll be so much stronger. Not stronger. We'll be so much better. Like we'll be get so much further. We can see so many more things. We can do yeah. so many more things if we all just collectively started working together. But like I said, that's really hard because human nature, emotions, with the way people were raised. You know. I mean, I mean, it's gonna be generations of trauma we have to fix not fix but like and people right now are being more accountable of their own toxicity and traumas and how they can fix themselves and so i could see a lot of i see a lot of positivity in the future for that and just us healing generational wounds you know like that's people are becoming more conscious of that which is a great thing yeah and i think something that's kind of i'll bring this up but we're talking about this togetherness and this division and stuff, having different countries. But the interesting thing about the United States is that, you know, we have people from all around the world coming here. So if anything, like it's, I mean, I'm just thinking about this right now, but the United States is almost like a collection of the entire world just kind of kind of put into one spot. Yeah, that's why I love the United States. I mean, honestly, like it's so many, so much diversity. Yeah. So much diversity obscene amount of diversity you know some places you go you know we go to tijuana we go to mexico you walk around for a certain point it's all mexicans yeah i mean certain areas of the united states is just all you know certain all certain types of people but like collectively you go everywhere it's like oh wow you can meet a pakistani and a you know african-american jamaican you know what i'm saying some places like i think china i don't know i don't know I, i'm just saying this off the top of the head but i think they're just pretty like bloodline specific is just they're mostly chinese you know yeah like you know so i that's what i like about united states raw mutts i like that raw mixing raw yeah raw mixing <laughs> yeah, well, especially here in california i don't i don't have too much reference i've I mean, never over here yeah we're inspired more like by Mex- like mexican spanish culture and i mean obviously we're more of a liberal state so that's another thing like the world's so vast like you go somewhere else like yeah, it's different. Okay. <laughs> um. So like, I know. Okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like yeah. <laughs> I know we've been talking about now. We've kind of got into this whole like human conversation, which I really have enjoyed because I think having conversations like this is this is the kind of starting point into getting to what we're talking about, right? Human peace and you know, the kind of things that we can do, the kind of things that could potentially change the current state of point, like aliens coming down and this, you know, it seems very absurd, but it's good that we're talking about it because it's all, all potential. And, um, but just to kind of, um, I want to get your opinion. I want to hear your kind of voice on this kind of last question I got lined up for you. <laughs> the last um, one? <laughs> assuming that your voice right now could be heard by the entirety of the world Mm. assuming that you know in spite of whatever language you know this is all going to be translated 
Essentially, whatever message you have to say, it can be understood by any human being on the planet. What would you have to say? What would be your kind of your ultimate message? Do you love yourself? All right. Very fucking simple. Do you love yourself? You you want people to ask them that ask themselves that question? Yeah. And if the answer is no, work towards loving yourself. And how can we do that? Because I I know I I heard this love yourself. I heard that message since I was a little fucking kid, mm. but I never understood it until recently. And what am I? Yeah. But so. what what the fuck is it? Because I feel like construct. That's a, such a common phrase, and it's very cliche, but it's only cliche because of how fucking real it is. Yeah. But for me, I think it's helpful to have some context with that. Like, how the fuck do you love yourself? Because I think I've tried, I try. I used to try yeah. to love myself, but I never felt like I was able to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I asked that question specifically because I'm like, I'm not going to ask, ask, <laughs> ask some crazy, like, you know, complex question. It's very simple. Like, do you love yourself? And I, the reason why I asked that, because then how do you love yourself? You're saying... Yeah, I would say a lot of it's self-care and a sense of paying attention as well to your inner narrative, the inner dialogue you have going on. So people don't realize how sometimes, some people don't, I mean, I don't even realize sometimes like how much you're bagging on yourself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh shit, you should have done that. You should have, you should have done this. You should have done that. I should have got done this better. You're an idiot, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like people, that's one thing where it's like, you're not, you don't have a good, you don't have a good, you don't have self-love. It's like when you're when you're just telling yourself how fucking stupid you are, you know? A lot of negative, negative. Yeah, that, like that. that's not that's not self-love right there, you know? It's like that's not you loving yourself. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's not crazy to think. Like, people think, like, oh, man, I, I think a lot to myself. You know, I, is that bad? You know, I'm overthinking a lot. But it's just really what you're, like, feeding yourself. You know, sometimes it's hard. That's where you really got to break. You got to break that pattern. You got to break that repetition of telling yourself you're a fucking pile of shit. You got to break out of that. How you got to change. That? It's slow. It's not It's not a quick overnight. You know, it's changing that pattern, like I'm saying. Changing the dialogue. Catching yourself. Oh, shit, I'm bagging on myself right now. Like, sometimes it's background music. You don't realize that you're saying this stuff to yourself in your head. Or maybe you're not even in your head. Some people, you know. Some people don't even think like that. I'm saying there's different levels of loving yourself, but I'm saying that's, I would say one. Let's just stop with the, ne- when you catch yourself kind of telling yourself negative things, just stop it. Change that inner dialogue. Yeah. And one example, I just saw something, a quote recently, actually, it was saying, um, like think, think or talk to yourself like you're your own coach or like you're talking to your own hero mm. in a sense, like you're your own coach. Like you got this, I got this, you know? Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, you're going to fuck up, you know? Yeah. Your coach is going to tell you that. He's going to tell you fucking get up. Like, you're going to get this. You're going to triumph. You're going to win. This is what you train for. Mm. For You know? Your coach isn't going to put you down. Yeah. I mean, maybe people have had examples of that, but, you know what I'm saying? Generally, a coach wants you to win and succeed, you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes, have, it's I... so, sometimes it's, I mean, for the most part, selfishly. A lot of coaches, they selfishly try to get this person to be better. You know, a lot of coaches do that. A lot of coaches do that. So that was a good example of like how you can change your inner dialogue. Instead of saying, oh, fuck, I'm a piece of shit. Like, no, you got this. This is what you practice for. This is what you've been working for. It's just having faith in yourself, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot of people give faith in God. I feel like you you have to give faith in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. 
But that's one example of how you can start loving yourself. Self-care. Like, shit. Like, I can't be... Like, your health. I mean, you got to take care of your health. You know, you, a lot of stuff on this podcast is about health, you know. You got to take care of your body. And whatever way that is, drink a lot of water. You know, some people just drink beer, drink beer, drink beer, soda, soda, soda. That's one example I feel like you're not really... I mean, you can love yourself like that. I mean, that's not saying you can be drinking soda and love yourself. I'm not saying yeah, that. It's like moderation. But what you're trying to say is that at the end of the day, your mind is connected to your body. Exactly. And your body has certain needs. For instance, you're talking about like nutritional needs. You need a certain amount of water a day. You need a certain amount of calories a day. You know, I can get into specifics. You need a certain amount of protein a day. That's all to stay within homeostasis. And if you don't give your body the nutrients that it needs, the rest that it needs, you can't possibly operate uh efficiently or the way that we are meant to operate and so if you want to if you want to correct your mindset i mean you kind of almost have to fix i mean one of the big fundamental things to correct or better yourself mentally is to actually get that physical rest give yourself the physical needs that you that you need i mean going back to what we're talking about giving people the resources that they need just to to do that self-discovery you need to you know have a you know, you need to have the ability to go to sleep and to get proper food and all that. So I, yeah. I think that's definitely a big, big one. It's just self-care and, and um, respecting like if, your body. Yeah, imagine how body. many, I mean, how many people wouldn't be like tripping right now, didn't have to pay rent, you know? Like how many people wouldn't be like stressing about the next day, the next month? People wouldn't be worried about it. It wouldn't be, imagine like people would be able to focus on other things. Focus on art. We're talking about the art of human, you know? You can focus on that if you're not focused about fucking eating or getting a buck to pay rent, you know? Yeah. It's arbitrary, really. Okay. Wow. All right. So it seems like but I um, definitely... What are you going to say? Uh, um, <laughs> no, go, go, go. No, I mean, we're, we're going to get to wrapping up here, but I definitely, um, I definitely really enjoyed everything you had to say. I really love the idea, or I love the fact that we kind of you know, we talk, we're able to talk about your craft. We're able to talk about, you know, just kind of how you got to the point that you are today. And then we just kind of went on this whole kind of discussion about the human race. And uh, like I said, it's all a wonderful thing. And I think hopefully through this podcast, we're going to share perspective to any listeners because perspective, perspective, perspective. I think it's such an important um, it's such an important thing because I think that's what influences change is to gain a new perspective. Because whatever state you're in right now, if you want to better from that, you have to gain new perspective and hopefully, you know, start doing the little things like self-love, which I think is absolutely the most key thing to to life fulfillment is self-discovery and self-acceptance. So I like the fact that we ended on that note. Yeah, I realize like, I mean, if you're really happy with yourself, you're not going to be trying to hurt other people. I mean, no. You know what I'm saying? If you're happy, no. you're chilling, like. You don't have a reason. You don't. You know, you wouldn't want to hurt somebody else. Yeah, because I mean, you respect yourself, so you respect everybody else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I say self love. It all goes back down to love. It's all love. People say that all the time, but it really is all love. It's cliche as fuck, but it's the most real thing. I mean, the lack of it. Yeah. You know, that's why I have this freaking tattoo on my arm. Life without love is no life at all. Damn. Boy. I'm saying is because really, I mean, a lot of these things in life are why people do these bad stuff is because they didn't get proper love you know or sometimes why you feel like shit you're not loving yourself enough you're not loving what you're doing or you know love is has different love isn't just romantic life or 
family you know you can love your dog you can love the way the the wind just blows by while you're just in your backyard you know love is that's what it's all love you know mm-hmm. and a lack of it is what i'm saying like you can just if you're not really just loving anything there's a lot of maybe s- fundamental love that you're missing of why you can't enjoy even small things if you just really don't like anything yeah it's all love yeah. <laughs> all right guys well that's gonna wrap up the show last thing we're gonna do here is if uh marlon if you have any last messages with regard to like your music and stuff do you have anything you want to shout out in regards to my music shout out i mean if you want to follow me or anything like that you can find me on instagram at marmar is lame um i know i'm not lame Nah. <laughs> it's a self it was like a self-depreciating funny kind of thing and honestly when i made this instagram was like high school mm-hmm. and that's when i just you were talking about how did i get the name marmar right mm-hmm. i mean shout out to so many people some people call me marwizzle marweezy so fresh i think that's adrian shout out to adrian the homie he's probably never gonna listen to this nah I'm good. <laughs> he might hear it he might hear it one day um but um yeah you know it's marweezy so fresh and someone said marmar Mm-hmm. things like john john Segura, shout out john Segura. but i was little sister i think it's, i don't know someone said marmar and it just started like i heard Kinda someone stuck. someone said marmar again i just like that you know it wasn't like marweezy so fresh that was <laughs> i mean that was that was funny that was cool but it wasn't like a nickname you know what i'm saying yeah. and my name is marlon like m-a-r-l-o-n and i feel like people don't ever get my fucking name right mm-hmm. it's either marlon mar i mean it's either marlo merlot marlboro martin mar mar i mean marlin is conventionally english i guess that's okay but it's mine is i'm it's marlon marlon no i'm joking but you know what i'm saying that's why marmar liked it because it's like oh shit i can just take the m-a-r m-a-r it sounds sick marmar mm-hmm. which we're, is a uh-huh oh go ahead no no, no go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, uh, where could the li- where could the listeners find your stuff and where do they look you up by? Oh, yeah, you can, yeah, just fa- Facebook, Instagram, Marmar is lame. Music Spotify though? is just Marmar. Yeah, just Marmar. I mean, specific songs that I have out on Spotify and stuff like that, like Let It Go and Drama Free is my newest one, which is how I'm living life and going to the new decade. All right, guys. Well, guys, thank you, Marlon. It's been such a pleasure to have you, my one and only brother. Like I said to you, all you listeners, my brother is a super amazing guy, and I'm very inspired by him. And um, I really hope you guys enjoyed, and I hope you guys all have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day, night, life. This quotes by Bruce Lee. Honestly expressing yourself. It is very difficult to do. I mean, it is easy for me to put on a show and be cocky and be flooded with a cocky feeling and then feel like pretty cool. Or I can make all kind of phony things, you see what I mean? Blinded by it. Or I can show you some really fancy movement. But to express oneself honestly, not lying to oneself. Now that, my friend, is very hard to do.